0: I the power I love the power power I love the power power hi everyone Maca 19 here and you are listening to Maca's takeaway sponsored by Soto's fish shop in Semaphore Macca's takeaway is a short podcast with five talking points from the weekend now the first talking point I've got this week is where did we break down in 2019 and have we seen anything this preseason to suggest this will change? Now on the stat sheet, there were some positives last season. We were number one in inside 50s. We were league best in forward half differential and forward half intercepts. It shows that we were spending a lot of time in the right area of the ground. Where it all broke down was efficiency. This is a systemic issue that has plagued Port Adelaide for the best part of a decade now. We have skillful players, but we are not a skillful side. We make a lot of mistakes under pressure and not under pressure, which undermines the positive work that we do. Has anything changed this pre-season? We were clean against Brisbane and had some good pieces of play against the Dogs as well. But our efficiency moving the ball out of the defensive 50 on the weekend was poor, especially in the first quarter. We need to find a way to move the ball cleaner when under pressure in the back line. On the plus side, we have looked more efficient in finding targets inside 50, and have been able to score more freely. The second talking point this week is Scott Lyciop must compete better than what he showed on the weekend. Now, Scott had a decent year in his first year at Port Adelaide in 2019. I thought he showed good rucknaut, was impactful around the ground, was able to follow up the ground ball well, and had some genuinely very good games, despite being dropped later in the year. His performance on the weekend, however, was not up to par. He was schooled by a young ruckman in Tim English, who had a more effective ruck strategy and was able to impact around the ground at a high level. English was the best player on the ground and licensed nuisance strategy did not work. We know he can compete better than what he showed on the weekend when he concentrates on the bowl as opposed to concentrating on putting off his opponent. With Laddams not far behind him it won't take much for him to be overtaken if he's not at his best. The third talking point this week is to Motlop or not to Motlop. I spoke in episode one of Macca's takeaway about Motlop's excellent game against Brisbane. He was busy, he kicked goals, and he looked every bit the player that we need him to be in the team. Against the Bulldogs, he reverted somewhat back to what we've seen from him, with the first half that saw him just have four disposals. On the flip side, we have Kane Farrell, a 20-year-old who has had some impressive moments at AFL level so far, but has lacked consistency in staying involved in the game. He was awarded a three-year contract last year, So the club obviously rates him and his game on the weekend was impressive. His kicking is a highlight and in a team without a lot of elite kicks Farrell stands out with his ball use when he gets it. So the question is who is in front for a spot on a forward flank in round one? Is it Kane Farrell or is it Stephen Motlop? Can we fit both in? Talking point number four it's a follow-up on point number three is do we play all three of Marshall, Dixon and Georgiades or both Motlop and Farrell? What we have seen from hinckley led Port Adelaide is a toll forward line in pre-seasons only to drop one of the tolls early in the year and run with a two-toll forward line for the rest of the season. We've seen Butcher, Eddie, and more recently Todd Marshall players that third toll in victories early in the season only for them to be dropped by round three. Will this year be different? Will we play all of Marshall, Dixon, and Georgiades against Gold Coast and stick with that structure that we've shown in the pre-season? Or do we end up playing both Motlop and Farrell instead? If we play the three tall fours, does that mean we only go in with one of Lycett or Adams? I would like to see us maintain our tall structure from the pre-season long into the season proper. When Marshall and Dixon play, we win. And whilst Georgiades is a debutant and probably won't have a high impact, his ability to be an aerial threat as well as a neat kick for goal means it's another player the opposition will need to concentrate on. The fifth and final talking point this week is we are undefeated in the pre-season, now let's bring that form into the season proper. We look fit, we're in form, and we should be ready for whatever the opposition throws at us in the first few games. We have a number of players who have had really good pre-seasons so far. Hamish Hartlett, Dixon, Marshall, Rosie, Zach Butters, Tom Jonas, and Tom Rockliffe, and a number of others as well. We look good. With Gold Coast, Adelaide, and North Melbourne start the season, There can really be no excuse why we can't start the season 3-0. Neither game will be easy, easy, but each game is definitely winnable. Gold Coast have had a great pre-season and won't be easy beats this year, but on paper we should still have their measure. Adelaide have been disappointing and may slide this year. Wearing our prison bars in a showdown, this is an absolute must-win game to really get on a roll, and it's time for some revenge against North Melbourne at Marvel, given what they did to us last year as well. If we are to make finals this year, we need to make sure we win the first three games and build on that momentum into the rest of the season. Thanks for listening to Macca's Takeaway, and until next time, Khan the Power.